Hi, I'm Casey, and welcome to the HelloFlow podcast, a space where we bridge together professional success and career alignment with personal well-being and spirituality. At a time when many people are awakening to their soul's purpose and navigating that messy but magical middle, I offer this space for growth, well-being, and spiritually grounded practices to support you in your daily grind and pursuit of embodying your dharma. After tuning into this podcast, I hope you receive the inspiration, empowerment, and applicable tools to usher in more ease and flow in your life and equip you as you discover, develop, and evolve your dharma. Now on to the episode. Welcome back to the HelloFlow podcast. I'm your host, Casey Conlas. And in episode two, I introduced what Dharma is through the lens of Ayurveda. And in that episode, I discussed how Dharma, or your soul's purpose, is not a job, or your career, or your professional path. It's not even a role you have in life. Dharma is an expression of your soul's mission in this lifetime. That can and should be expressed differently in different seasons and chapters of your life. Your Dharma matures and evolves over time as you mature and evolve over time. So in the last several years, there has been a significant shift in society where we are reevaluating how we live our lives. The way we've been living in the past couple of centuries or so is according to the systems and institutions we live in, enroll in, and work in. For example, the way our educational system is built determines one's quote-unquote success or forward progress according to our grades and test results. We are taught and live in a system where we are tested every year that determines our rank in that system and whether or not we move forward. It starts in early childhood education. It continues with university, including the type or rank of university, through postgrad and beyond. Then we take that educational experience and apply it to whatever organization we are working for. And then within that organization, same thing. Every year, we are evaluated, sometimes by just one person, and then based on that evaluation determines if we are fit for an annual raise or a promotion, or if we are no longer a good fit. This evaluation determines how we are placed in comparison to our peers and within the organization or system or institution. This can also apply to any other business venture, or if you're launching and writing a new book, you are still being evaluated by that institution, by that system. And round and round we go. So I bring this up because a lot of people are wanting to figure out how can I still meet my responsibilities in order to live the way I want to live? in order to support the people I need and want to support? 
How can I make a living doing something that I love, that I find meaningful and purposeful, and that I want to contribute and serve others in a way that leaves my own legacy in this lifetime, not just working for someone else's? There's a quote I read recently that I really love, and it captures the essence of what this episode is about, career alignment in your Dharma journey. Erica Williams-Simon, a founder, content strategist, and TV host says, don't ever attach yourself to a person, a place, a company, an organization, or a project. Attach yourself to a mission a calling, a purpose only. That's how you keep your power and your peace. So when I say career alignment, I'm asking you to first identify your calling, your personal mission, your dharma. Then from there, there are many ways you can activate your mission. There are many ways you can express your dharma. There are many ways you can answer your calling. And yes, you can do this, develop it, and evolve it through a way of living. You can do this by expressing it within a traditional job if that is what it is right for you in this season of life. You can do this as a passion project, hobby, or a specific role in life that you do in addition to whatever career you have that makes a living. Or you can create a hybrid lifestyle, a portfolio career. So let's begin with contemplating your next career move and how you want to shape your lifestyle. Instead of thinking about what is your next job, or your next profession, or industry, or role, focus on finding or returning to the following three things. One, where you're at in this season of life, or what you are evolving into as a person. Two, what brings you joy through a sense of purpose. Then three, how can I marry the two together? What does that not only look like, but what does that feel like in life in general, and then specifically for your career? When you are contemplating where you're at in this season of life, it's not only identifying what your core values are right now in this chapter of life, but which ones are you prioritizing? and reminding yourself what those priorities are throughout this season. This really helps ground you so that you are dedicating your time and resources towards those prioritized core values. When you identify your personal values that you are prioritizing, you can use them as guardrails or a clear path to how you spend your time. And you don't lose focus on what is most important to you in that season, that year, that chapter of life. This helps you stay grounded in yourself and returns you to your truth. There are different ways you can identify your purpose, but in this episode, we're going to use a few prompts you can use on your own to get a sense of ways you can express your purpose, your dharma. So this is number two, finding or returning to your sense of joy 
that is fulfilled through a sense of purpose. And to be clear, these prompts are not necessarily to identify your dharma, which is an essence and the energy in which your soul is here to be expressed, but rather the vehicles or channels you are here to express your dharma. For example, we're talking about career alignment. Your career is not your dharma. Your job is not your dharma. A role that you are playing in life is not your dharma. But all of those are different ways you can express your dharma. And so career alignment is one aspect of your dharma journey. Okay, so now on to the prompts. The first prompt is to reflect back at your childhood and think of moments, experiences, patterns, or trends of when you were just in your pure joy. Moments, events, activities, when whatever you were doing was your fun playtime. It didn't matter what else was going on. You just loved that feeling of whatever activity you were doing. This is the time before most of the conditioning and influence you've received has embedded within you already. What were things you were curious about or you wanted to share and show your family, your friends, your community, those around you? When you've identified those specific moments or experiences, it doesn't mean your purpose is exactly what you enjoyed doing that specific activity. Reflect on what about that experience brought you joy, brought you curiosity, brought you so much excitement that you wanted to just do it and share it with others. So I'll share four experiences from my childhood that stick out to me. First one. I loved to pretend to be a pediatrician, specifically pediatric sports medicine, and to take in patients, kids and their parents, working with them one-on-one to diagnose illnesses, injuries, and discuss prevention that may impact their health or performance in whatever sport they were engaged in. I loved having my own office, creating my own schedule, helping and facilitating healing in others, specifically children in that role. So you can kind of see the difference here between me wanting to be a doctor, a pediatric sports medicine doctor, and instead I reflected on what about that experience I truly enjoyed. Another experience is me being an elementary school teacher. I had a mini chalkboard back when those were still used, hung up in my childhood bedroom. I loved using the chalkboard to explain and teach concepts. There were times when I played with my younger cousins when they came over and I was a teacher and tutor. I loved those moments and not only being the teacher, but seeing how this knowledge and concepts that I was teaching illuminated in someone else. The third memory is me being the owner and curator of an art museum. And I created and promoted an art gallery opening to which I used my parents' bedroom at the time as the art gallery. 
I created each exhibit with my own hands and my own version of art. I made the invitations. I promoted the art gallery. I invited my parents and brother to attend the art gallery opening. I loved that I started my own thing and owned this entity that I created and strategized what does this look like? How do I want to present it? What do I want to include in this entity? And that there was an element of art included as well. I loved the process of creating the exhibits, deciding what kind of exhibits, naming the exhibits, deciding what goes in the exhibits, laying out how the art would be displayed. I loved the process of inviting others to view this, what I thought was amazing work or whatever I curated at the time, creating the branding and the invitations. I loved offering a creative space that had a certain vibe to it, that offered perspective and art and a modern place where others can attend and appreciate the offerings, but also socialize and be in community. The final experience is more of a combination of me just being active and outdoors. My brother and I, during the summertime when school was out, would go to the pool every day. We were part of a swim team. We played with the other neighborhood kids, either at the pool or at the basketball court. I loved riding my bike around the neighborhood. And I loved playing tennis, which was nearly every day except for when it rained. <laughs> so when I look back, when I reflect on these activities and experiences that I loved out of pure joy, I have thought more about what the essence is, what brought me that joy. What did I love specifically about that experience that felt so true and authentic to me? And now that you've heard me go through this with my own childhood experiences, you can do the same exercise for yourself at home. Okay, on to the second prompt. And that is, what as a teenager and young adult did you take interest in? What activities were you involved in that you had the energy for? Not necessarily part-time jobs or clubs that maybe you were made to join or do. Think about any hobbies or topics that you loved diving into. Organizations you wanted to be a part of and participate in or you are already part of? What was your role in those organizations? What activities did you enjoy doing? I know this is a very critical and developmental part of one's upbringing where we can get easily influenced and conditioned from our environment, our peers, media, society, our parents and siblings. So when thinking about this specific time period, Remove yourself from things that you may have been conditioned to do or like, and really think about what truly brought you deep interest and excitement. What were things that you followed your heart on? Okay, the third prompt is, what as an adult do you have a strong passion for that also, one, there's a unique need in this world for right now. 
Two, you have the skill set to deliver. And three, you have the energy and the wherewithal to execute. I say these three in addition tos because there's a lot of talk in the ether around not following your passion because it's unrealistic in today's physical and material world. I think there's a balance here. And just like I say in the burnout episode, it is multifaceted. It is not a one-size-fits-all scenario. So that brings me to number 3B for this prompt. If you do not have the wherewithal to pursue your passion, what does it look like if you pursue in micro steps? Or how much risk are you willing to take? The fourth prompt is, what would you do today that if you knew you wouldn't fail, you would do? If you knew you only had one year left on this earth in this lifetime, what would you do? Very simple and straightforward. So now you can take all these reflections from the four prompts and determine what are the common threads across all of them? Or what is a common theme that has matured and evolved over time? Take note of these and journal about them. Share them with trusted parties, process what you've discovered, and come back to them throughout and during your own journey. So with your core values that you are prioritizing and a directional sense of your North Star in your purpose, now it's trying to bring the two together. Here is what I'm prioritizing that is important to me, that is a part of who I am today and in this chapter of life, and here's what I'm passionate about, and here are ways I can express my purpose today so that I can live a life with more meaning and fulfillment. And when I marry the two together, I am along my Dharma journey. When you are living your Dharma, or you are in your Dharma journey, you start to recognize what's truly important to you while simultaneously rediscovering your own truth and authenticity. So when choosing what's your core values and marrying it with your passions and ways you can express your purpose, you start to clear space of the things that no longer serve you for your highest good. You don't have to fake it till you make it when you are in your dharma. When you are in your dharma, even when it is imperfect, you become more magnetic because dharma is inevitably linked to service to others and to the collective. In fact, I love this perspective from Dr. Orbe Austin saying, fake it till you make it is detrimental to your growth and authentic connection to your abilities and success. It assumes you have to be somebody else, do something else outside of who you are in order to be successful. It assumes that in your authentic self, in your authentic skin, you're not good enough to be in this particular experience. In your Dharma, you do not need to be outside of yourself because you shine being your true authentic self. So if you are thinking about moving into an aligned career within your Dharma journey, think about what, where, 
how and with whom can you be in your authentic self? What this is leading me to is that in your Dharma journey, you are ultimately getting back to your true authentic self, to your core essence. It is discovering what your soul came here to do in this particular lifetime, to be, to express, and to serve. It is not a particular career or job. But because we do live in a material world, when you are wanting to both find and live your dharma, but also figure out if you can express that in your career and how you make a living, first start off with the exercises I reviewed in this episode. One, what are your personal values you are prioritizing in this season in life? And how do you plan on meeting and living those values? Two, what are ways you can express your purpose through which passions, vehicles, or channels? Three, how can you bring the two together? And specifically, how can you express your purpose in a way that meets your core values and your passions and interests in order to lead a more meaningful and purposeful life? I would love to hear where you're at in your Dharma journey and how you've aligned your career within it. What season of life are you in and what are you evolving into? If you are wanting to dive deeper in finding, developing, and evolving your Dharma and are interested in working with me, I'm a certified Dharma coach. I integrate the principles of Ayurveda as well as the energetic system of human design and contemporary coaching approaches around insight. Feel free to connect directly with me by visiting my website or on Instagram. My handle is at Casey can. You can also find both links in the show notes. And so I will leave you with this quote from the late actor Chadwick Boseman. When you are deciding on next steps, next jobs, next careers, further education, you should find purpose rather than a job or a career. Purpose crosses disciplines. Purpose is an essential element of you. It is the reason you are on the planet at this particular time in history. Your very existence is wrapped up in the things you need to fulfill. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I would love to hear what resonated with you. So follow and DM me on Instagram at Casey Can and let me know. You can also find other ways to stay connected with me by visiting the links in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in and see you on the next episode of the HelloFlow podcast.